Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Healy's away. Australia away. Sit back and enjoy the stroke play of Meg Lanning. This is excellent batting by Ash Gardner. Jonathan strikes again. She's on a hat-trick. She comes at Molyneux. Catch is taken by Perry. The Australian women's cricket team win their fifth T20 World Cup title in front of a magical crowd at the MCG. Hello and welcome to The Scoop. We are the cricket podcast dedicated to the women's game. I'm Emily Collin and with me in Adelaide is Laura Jolly. And also on today's show, we've got Taylor Valemic, uh, Aussie fast bowler, who joined us from Adelaide on Monday. And LJ, there's plenty of news coming out of the Adelaide camp and you're, you're across absolutely everything. So I guess the big talking point is, um, unfortunately, Beth Mooney, probably the best batter in the world at the moment. Uh, she suffered a broken jaw at training. Um, so she's off to have surgery and we're unsure on the time frame of her return. But LJ, safe to say she won't be there for the T20s. Um, LJ, you were there at training. Can you just give us a sense of the incident, like the reaction from Moons? I think you saw her on the ground pretty soon afterwards and the players and even Matthew Mott um, give us a sense of what might happen and who might step up to Beth Mooney's role in her, in her absence. Yeah, I'm sure Matthew Mott's feeling a little bit guilty. Um, he was the one throwing the flinger at the time, but of course it wasn't his fault. It was one of those really freak things that a ball just went a bit rogue and Moons tried to duck and I think play a pull shot and it's just somehow got up under a grill and hit her in the jaw. And uh, it just shows how tough Moons is that she kind of just stood around drinking water for quite a while after with this enormous egg on her jaw. Oh, my god! Spitting you know, out blood and... Um, not being overly fussed by it. So it didn't seem like, even though the swelling looked bad, it didn't seem like the injury was going to be that bad just based on how um, unfazed mm-hmm. Moon seemed. But unfortunately, yeah, it was a fractured jaw, so she's gone under the knife. But it does sound like she might be okay sooner than we think. So fingers crossed. Um, but she is definitely going to miss at least the T20s and you'd imagine most of the Ashes. So now it's just a matter of who comes in. The Aussies have given really little away so far. They moved Meg up to open in the warm-up yesterday, but that was more because they've said they weren't going to mix the A and the Australian squads for that game. So I guess we'll find out later if they do bring one of those A members like Redmayne or or Volani or Harris into the mix. Yeah, and I guess yesterday LJ was that golden opportunity for players in that A squad to, to prove to the selectors that they can step up and make a contribution in the Ashes T20 series. I mean, it was really strong performances from Elise Falani. Grace Harris was looking good and Red Georgia Redmayne's obviously right in the mix as well. What was it like? Was there a sense that these batters um, at the ground yesterday wanted to prove that they could they could step into that role, LJ? 
Yeah, I definitely think so. I think the the carrot of knowing there was potentially a spot in the senior squad definitely gave some of them a lift. Not that they wouldn't have come out and gone hard anyway. There's a, a huge rivalry between the Australian side and the A side. Uh, but yeah, pretty much all the candidates for that position put a hand up. Probably the the one who scored the least runs was Redmayne, but she's the most like for like mm. as a replacement for Mooney. So, and they do like a left hander up there. So. Uh, I think she will still be in the mix, but it was also really good just to see the majority of the Aussies um, come out and get time in the middle. Meg Lanning hit a 50. Elisa Healy hit 99, not out. Ash Gardner returned to form uh, with a 67 off 36 or something, 62 off 36. Either way, extremely exciting. Um, Ash is back. Swagger was back. Um, It was a much different Ash to what we saw during WBBL. So it was really good signs from most of those batters. Oh, that's great to hear. And how about um, how about Alana King? Did she seem to get a good run in those practice games? Yeah, I think she bowled three overs in each, um, picked up the one wicket and held her own pretty well against um, a pretty aggressive A batting mm. lineup. Nice, nice one. And what about the returning Megan Shoe? Did she look pretty dangerous with ball in hand. I'm sure a lot of fans will be excited to see Shooter back in the green and gold. Yeah, Shooter was looking amazing in the first game. Um, second game went for a few runs, but it is Karen Rolton Oval. And yep. I think that was every every bowler went for runs. Um, but she she did slot right back in and it was really awesome to see her wife Jess and little Riley there watching yesterday too. Oh, beauty. That's so good to hear. I'm sure the Adelaide locals will be out in force for the at the start of the Ashes series, which starts on Thursday. Reminder to fans that you can watch all the action on Channel 7, Fox and KO. And if you're in Adelaide, get, grab your tickets at cricket.com.au slash tickets and you can follow the, all the action on cricket.com.au and, of course, the Australian women's cricket team social channels. LJ, it's going to be an absolute belter of a series. We cannot wait for it to get underway. And for now, here's Taylor Valemic ahead of a big Ashes series. And welcome back to the Scoop, Taylor Valemic. We're stoked to have you back. You're a Scoop special. Tay, it's a couple of days out from the Ashes. How are you feeling? How's the team feeling? It's pretty unique lead-in. What's the state of play leading into a big, big series? Elle, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, it's kind of been strange. I, we arrived yesterday, uh, me and a couple of the other Vic girls, and I haven't really seen many people, to be fair, because we can't really hang out or do anything. So we've seen a couple of people across the street and kind of waved and, and that sort of thing. But um, we've got training later this afternoon, so... Um, yeah, it'll be kind of cool to get back together. It feels like it's been a while, especially with like the big bash and some WNCL games in between it all. Um, it feels like a while since we've been together as a squad, I suppose. Oh, good. Big reunion. And we've been hearing yeah. bits of pieces about the lengths everyone's going to, to steer clear of COVID and get the series underway safely. <laughs> now we are we right in saying the Vic girls road tripped their way to Adelaide for the Ashes? Yeah, we did. Um, Balzi, myself and Meg, um, Got in the Mitsubishi yesterday. It was a it was a big beast of a car, and we um, had it stacked up full of career kits. And I think Balzi started in the back seat. And at one point, I think she had pretty much had my career kit on her. So oh, no. um, it was pretty it was pretty packed in there. It was a bit of Tetris to get going, but um, now it's better than eight hours of bonding time before a big series. So, um, <laughs> How good! Yeah. Talk us through the dynamic. Who drove? Who was a DJ? Who was on the snacks? Yeah, so me and Meg shared the driving. Um, Annabelle pulled the P plate card on the hire car. So, but she came in clutch with the snacks and the and DJ. She did eight hour DJ set. So, um, and I actually made the comment at the end that there wasn't one repeat, which is pretty impressive. So, oh, good. Um, she was almost best on. To be fair, might have to share that playlist. <laughs> <laughs> and we heard um, Midge on the TV the other day saying that 
couple of the New South Wales girls are getting a charter flight with the England girls. I mean, I know you guys have played a lot of WBBL together, but still that's pretty unusual getting all jumping on the same plane ahead of an Ashes series. Yeah, it is a little bit. I suppose there's a lot of unusual stuff going on at the moment with the COVID scene. So, um, yeah, I'm sure that's probably the first of many um, unusual things that's going to happen probably over the next three or four weeks. But, um, yeah, I suppose we're all willing just to do whatever it takes to get this series up and running because, um, yeah, you don't get too many opportunities to play in the Ashes series. So we're all pumped for it. Nice one. And, Tay, how about you personally? I mean, you got in a full WBBL season, which was awesome to see, and a couple of WNC, WNCL games as well. Are you feeling primed for your second Ashes series? Yeah, I am. I think um, ticking off that WBBL season was was pretty big for me. And I think I walked off that last game and I was pretty, pretty pumped with myself for, for kind of just getting through. And um, I had a really good time. And I think like the more, the more games and um, I suppose consistent games I got in, um, the better I started to feel. And I felt like I had a little bit more consistency and it wasn't just sort of a novelty going out to play one game here and there, um, which was a really nice feeling. So um, yeah, we've had obviously a bit of time time off after that as well to to refresh and um, been training a fair bit back home with Vic. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it and I'm feeling like I'm in a good position to hopefully have a good series. Yeah, awesome. And we know how much you love bowling fast and after all your injury setbacks, it must have been just an awesome feeling to, yeah, as you said, consistently go out of the park and play games of cricket while feeling like at the top of your game. Like, was that just, just a really good feeling for you? Yeah, it was. And I think like... I think the best part was that I felt like I could contribute. I feel like um, there's always kind of, you're just always around and I know running drinks and all that kind of thing. You're still contributing, but I think just to be consistently out there and um, yeah, hopefully I I felt like I performed okay as well. So I feel like, um, yeah, it's just always a good feeling knowing that you're in a team environment, but you can be out there and actually helping the team um, towards some wins and that kind of thing. And um, yeah, personally, I think like whenever I get out in the park, I yeah, I just love playing cricket and um, I'm, I'm sick of watching it. So um, yeah, it was really good fun just to actually get out there and, and play for a full season, which is cool. So good. Do you feel like that's some of the best cricket you've played in for the Hurricanes over in WBBL 07? Um, yeah, I think things probably up there. Um, yeah, I felt like, especially towards the back end of the season, I felt my, my consistency was a lot better. And um, yeah, I haven't probably played a lot of big bash um, when I look back at so the, the last couple of seasons, I think I'd probably only played 20 or so games over seven years. So, um, yeah, I felt like I finally got like that um, taste of it and, and got into it a little bit more. And um, it's a really, it's a really tough comp. I mean, you, you're coming up against um, pretty much every team has two, three, four Aussie players playing now or overseas players. So, um, yeah, the standard's really high. So you've always got to be on your game. So, um yeah, it's a really good good comp, I suppose, to test yourself. And, yeah, I just loved it. Yeah, awesome. And then once the WBBL wrapped up, you would have been training a bit with the Vic girls. Obviously, you got Meg, Pez and Belzy alongside you from the Aussie crew. How are they looking? All looking in, in good touch ahead of the Ashes and it was good to get some training time alongside those girls? Yeah, 100%. Um, we are very, very competitive nets at, at, at Junction. Um, <laughs> I'm running in bowling to Meg, Pez, and then the next rotation, <laughs> Belzy comes through and then Kim Garth comes through. It's, um, yeah, there's never a release really, but... Um, yeah, I've been bowling to, to Pez a little bit in the nets and she's been absolutely smoking me. So um, I'm looking forward to hopefully getting some some fresh people to bowl at because I'm getting sick of getting um, cover driven every second ball. So, um, yeah, they're all looking really good, Nick. And, um, yeah, Meg's been hitting them really well as well. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited to kind of see what they're going to produce this series. Beauty, it's good to hear. And, Tay, you would have spent a bit of time with Alana King back in her back in her Victorian days. Are you pumped to see her get a call up to the Aussie squad? Yeah, I am. I think she's worked really hard um, over the last couple of years. Um, she obviously made that move over to Perth, which I think she's she's loved. And yeah. um, from the outside looking in, it, it kind of looks like she's having a really good time over there. So, 
um, yeah, I think she's she's done all the hard work and, yeah, we're, we're there to back her and um, we know she'll do a really good job if she gets an opportunity. Obviously, Kingy's been living the dream in WA. I think she might need a few. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if she knows pointers. what COVID is yet, so we're going to have to give her a little debrief for chatting yeah. today about what it is. You guys, she's going to come into this and it's going to be a completely different world. Yeah, she's not going to know what hit her with masks and, oh, yeah. The whole shebang. <laughs> and obviously, yeah, to a life is going to look pretty different for you guys. Like you can't really spend as much time as you probably would with each other outside of cricket. Like what's sort of your plan to pass the time when you're not playing cricket? Like what's, what are the rules and what can you do? You can still like eat outside with each other and stuff like that. Yeah. I think in small groups, we can kind of sit out in the park. So we've, um, we've scoped out a couple of nice bench seats in the park next door, <laughs> um, which is probably going to get a lot of time spent at uh, I'm someone who can't really sit in my hotel room much. I like to kind of get out and socialise with people and, um, yeah, kind of get out and about. So I'm anticipating there's probably going to be a lot of walking that occurs, um, probably too many coffees and a lot of picnics, I reckon, over the next couple of weeks. But, um, yeah, I'm sure there'll be some girls that bring some I don't know, tennis rackets or footies or yeah. something, basketballs and stuff. <laughs> they might get a good use as well uh, over the next couple of weeks. Oh, sounds like a dream. <laughs> <laughs> and Tay, sadly, we didn't get to see you with the baggy green on your head against India. How keen are you to potentially play a role um, in the upcoming Ashes Test match this this series? Yeah, it's kind of um, probably one of the, the biggest games I reckon for me. I like Test cricket, something that um, I got I got a taste of a couple of years ago um, in Taunton, and yeah, that was such a good such a good experience. And um, yeah, I was pretty fresh to the scene back then, and probably didn't um, contribute overly well um, in that game, but. Hopefully I can get an opportunity um, come um, this Ashes test. And, yeah, I, I'm so excited. I've been watching the men play and I just love watching, like, Paddy Cummins run in, Starkey run in, and I, it just makes you want to do it yourself. So, um, yeah. yeah, if I got that opportunity, I'd be pretty pumped. Did missing out on the test against India, has that sort of fueled your hunger to be a part of this one, do you reckon? Yeah, 100%. It was a, it was a pretty long four days to sit and watch, to be honest. And, um, yeah, I think you never kind of – want to watch cricket but watching something that comes up so rarely um yeah. and something that I was so keen to play was really hard but I think um well it's the first two test summer we've we've kind of had so um, I suppose that's pretty lucky in a sense as well so it gives me another opportunity to, to hopefully bowl well with a red ball in the nets and um see how I go fingers crossed and obviously as you said looking back on that ashes test in England like you had those baggy green prezos, which were so cool and obviously a really successful tour for you guys how do you sort of reflect on that Tour. Is it a bit of a whirlwind for you? And did you get a sense of like the history and significance of the Ashes and what it means to be a part of them? Yeah, I just feel like big series. And I look back at that that Ashes in England. It was probably one of my favourite tours I've been on. Um, we had such a good time. We had the the tour bus that we just kind of drove all around England in. Um, me and there was I think there was four other four other girls that would just sit at the back and um, <laughs> just talk <laughs> and just like yeah talk rubbish pretty much for three four hour road trips at a time. Um, and yeah, it was really good fun. And I was pretty fresh to the team back then as well. So it was yeah. kind of, um, I was just lucky to be there. And um, I just loved bowling the nets. I didn't play that much, but yeah, I just loved being there and running drinks and uh, um, yeah, I don't know, running into bowling the nets and that kind of thing. Yeah. So I had a great time and um, it doesn't really feel like two years ago. So yeah. I'm pretty pumped to get back out there again. Do you feel like you've sort of like matured as a cricketer and a, and a person since then? Like, does it sort of feel like another lifetime ago almost particularly with it does a little bit I feel like yeah I feel a little bit more comfortable in the environment now and um yeah it's not so like I suppose back then it it was kind of a little bit nerve-wracking intimidating at times so I think um I feel a little bit more 
um, relax now around the group and um, yeah, I just really enjoy myself. So and whenever we get the chance to kind of come back together as a group, I, yeah, I love it. And the, the training sessions and stuff are so much fun. So um, yeah, it's going to be a really good month. And obviously we've got you and Darcy both in the squad, both with your express pace. Not, and a lot of fans have been saying they'd be both, they'd be keen to see you both in that 11. Is that something that you'd be keen for to bowl alongside Darcy Brown? Yeah, something we always talk about. Um, I, I feel like at the moment it's either one or the other. So yeah. um, we always kind of, we always just like chat to each other at training and stuff and say how cool it would be if we could both um, play together. So um, yeah, fingers crossed at some point throughout the tour, there's a, there's an opportunity for us to play together because I reckon that'd be pretty cool. And anyone in particular that you're looking forward to bowling to from the England squad, like anyone that you reckon's been looking good from WBBL or anything you've heard? Well, I have a lot of um, high quality batters to be fair, but um, yeah. Heather Knight was with with the Hurricanes a couple of years ago when I was down there and I really got along well with her and we had nice. some good contests in the net. So um, yeah, it'd be cool to get back, get the opportunity to bowl to her again. Um, yeah, Danny White, obviously I've, I've spent a bit of time with her at the Renegades as well. And um, yeah, she's a really high quality bat. So um, they've got a lot of players that are, that are really good and um, that get in the contest. So I think that makes it even more enjoyable. Nice one. And Tay, last question for you. Do you have a prediction for player of the series? Oh, that's a hard question, that. Um, I'm going to go for someone from Australia, obviously. Yeah. Um, can't dog my teammates. No. I'm going to say I'm going to say Meg Lanning's going to come out and make and make a big um, impression on the series. I think she'll come out in the T20s and smoke them and then, um, yeah, just build some momentum from there, I reckon. All right. That's a good prediction. That makes us excited. Pretty Tay, safe, I reckon. I, you know, yeah, I feel it's like pretty safe. We'll probably pick Meg, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tay, always a pleasure having you on the scoop. It was great to chat to you. We can't wait to watch the Ashes. And, yeah, good luck for everything up in Adelaide. Thanks, Em. Thanks for having me. Sit back and enjoy the stroke play of Meg Lanning. This is excellent batting by Ash Gardner. Jonathan strikes again. She's on a hat-trick. She comes at Molyneux. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.